0: Who, who yeah, that's the fat guy in Tronwick. Scott, Adkins, Scott Atkins Scott that, Atkins. that was Scott Atkins. The Scott Atkins. Yeah. was the fat guy? Yes, he's in a fat suit.
1: Nah. You didn't know that was a fat suit? It was the most Did obvious quarter. I, fat thought, suit it or, I thought it
0: was, but I was like, no way, that's Scott Adkins.
1: I also disagree with that scene. Oh, I, God, I, don't, I want to say this for show, but I disagree Did with that re- scene. Go ahead. Because, okay, so first off, he's scared of John Wick. Then he somehow gets balls and starts beating out of John Wick
2: and then gets scared again. Well, because he, he thought that his guys had loosened John Wick up and he had a chance, but it's also you're not gonna have Scott Atkins in a film and not have him show the famous Scott Atkins. See, we this is we need to be doing this. I but he will not hit I, Is I it recorded? It has been. Oh. You recorded my conversation with my daughter about it. I'm drinking going Adkins? to cut it out. You better cut it out. Jesus. Cut it out, Jesus. That's going to be another Chase of the Hut. Cut it out, t-shirt. Jesus. It's a t shirt right Chasing there. The Cut, it t-shirt. Out.
1: Cut it out, Jesus. John Wick doesn't get scared.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> Cut it out, Jesus. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Steve, here. <laughs> and, and intro. <laughs> it's the John
1: Wick show, the episode all about John Wick. Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga with your friends. Cerebellum. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm back. <laughs> and we are back this is chasing the hug an episode dedicated to the newest john wick film and i think we're speaking of something else as well too but we are here to amuse you steve Sakasits, nick
2: johnson for your vocal
1: stylistics
2: and jason Fleener.
1: meow and fire
2: uh, is not here. No, no Brian Cox. You know Brian and I had an interesting exchange at the last baseball game we worked together coach sack. Tell me about it. Uh we we're trying to we had some student athletes up there that are into biology and biodiversity and they're talking about flora and fauna and animal life and it's really interesting. You know it's interesting Steve. Um they were trying to tell us the difference to determine between alligators and crocodiles. Do you know the difference? The beak or the snout? <laughs> You know, that's interesting because a scientist student didn't say that. They said the difference between an alligator and a crocodile is one sees you later, the other sees you after a while.
0: He, I was gonna, gonna say he rolled into it. I was gonna say one's got all them teeth in, and no toothbrush.
2: <laughs> Alligator's is on because they got all them teeth and no
1: toothbrush. So, so, so <laughs> there's a stop sign and we you there was a yield and you just rolled. No, you, I rolled. You, we, we had an intro and we we rolled into the dad joke. We rolled we, right we just, into we it. just we just we casually saw that there was no oncoming traffic of anything else going on and we rolled into Rolling it. Rolling, and I I I took it. hook uh, on a hook. Right <laughs> or... <laughs> Your fish hooked, yeah, right into that one. You ever do that? yeah it hurts it does you ever do mm. it to another human being oh boy no i don't shouldn't. stick my finger in other people's mouth you <laughs> should be filming
2: nope <laughs> yeah. should be Listen, to jason
1: at some, some point of this show i'm gonna get you with you not expecting
0: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. i'm just gonna keep my mouth covered the whole time
2: <laughs> wow I, we gotta start filming these guys
1: we do actually people have asked that part and you actually have some things that people have asked us question wise producer jason i do
0: I do. That's exciting. the Facebook and Instagram community and I got some replies back on Facebook. Pause. Did you do your job? Yes. And what made you? Is it because you got a dollar 75 in ad revenue? Dollar 16 no. in ad revenue. Wow. And I apologize everyone out there for you having to listen to Nick's voice. That's not me. In an advertisement. Uh-huh. That's not me. It's señor advertismo. Yes. señor advertismo.
2: Advertismo. Si. Advertismo. <laughs>
0: um we had some i had i asked the question what do you want to I, hear I, us talk I, I, about I, 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 what is your best ad i, I, I say i say i say what do you want to hear what are some topics you want us to
2: well, hold talk now, son, about? I say, i'll tell you i'll tell you i'll tell you i'll hold tell, now, now, boy, tell you uh, now boy i'll tell you listen listen to me here uh, boy, uh, you gotta uh, read that you gotta uh, read the uh, question it really really sucks i said uh chad uh, harden
0: Oh, I got Chad. Chad. Hey, Chad. Welcome. Asks, uh, what were your favorite video
1: games to play as a kid? Oh, interesting enough. And this is why I think I like recruiting is I would play um, NCAA and Madden. And all I would do is I would do the free agency and I would do the drafting and then I would simulate the season. Oh, wow. And then I would do the next thing. I'd, I'd scout the players. I'd draft. We'd free agent. And uh, I'd, I'd cut players, that, save some money. How was that fun? I, I, and they made Which a video game. Is- they actually made a like a roster management mode of the game for that exact reason. Right. And, and then that's why I think I like recruiting part because it's basically the whole same thing. <laughs> but the, the difference here, um, when I started coaching uh, and then I stopped playing video games, was the main reason was I wanted. Uh, I didn't want avatars to start telling me no when I was already <laughs> getting from real humans <laughs> that they weren't going to come play. It's fair enough. Yeah, fair AI saying no to
2: me and real people. Uh, That's interesting because like I'm a little older than you. So like they didn't have like team managers, team builders and the recruiting software until I was in college. Uh, So when I was younger, we played the beginning, the early editions of Madden. NBA Live. One of the ones we really loved was NHL Live. But I'm old enough to remember like the original like Pong and Kung Fu and the Atari System games and Amiga. But uh, there's a one that those um, fortress defense type games. One of the early ones came out on Sega Genesis, and it was called we called it Herzog Zui. But it's really pronounced in German, Herzogswein. And it literally means the second Duke or Duke 2. And it's just a tower defense game with these giant mecha things that turn into like jets and shoot each other and blow stuff up. And that was like state of the art when I was a kid. Uh, Ahead of his time, 16-bit graphics. But Sonic the Hedgehog, the thing I hated was Mario. I was just about to say I played Mario and uh, Sonic. I love Sonic, hated Mario.
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when that came out Mm on a game. And then... uh, Bigger fan of the arcade version. First uh, PC games were Unreal Tournament. Oh, yeah. and you're young Then Age of Empires yeah. Sims? All, all of the Age Never of Empires of Sims? And Sims yes yeah. all See, the Sims I, and the Age of Empire games
2: interesting aside my roommate and I post college when I was a young intern we had a whole Sims life outside of like our real lives <laughs> so we'd hurry and get home from work like I'd make calls to like 10 o'clock at night and Pat Thomas would let me out and then I'd go home and like he would have excuse
1: like, me Mr. Thomas I've made my calls Pat, can, can I leave can I leave now
2: and I would go home to my apartment and he would like be bugging and like not shaved this and eyes No, this was before bronze. Uh-huh. And uh, he would be there and he's like, All right, I, I think I got the house plan alive and the dog, and this cute girl stopped by early to talk to you, but I didn't click anything. That's all up to you. And so, like, I had to take over from like 11 <laughs> to 1 a.m. trying to run the sims. Shift like, change, yeah, <laughs> the shift we, we had a whole simulated life. And like, he would go to the club and stuff without me in the sims, and I was feeling so bad. I was like, all I do is stay home and water the plants and cry on the toilet, <laughs> like, which wasn't unlike my real life
1: no hey speaking a side note there on video games Uh, you're a huge rock fan
2: huge the rock fan doom oh i love that movie but doom was a good game i only played it a little bit
1: but you you enjoyed the theatrical version of that you thought they did a good job no no jason shaking his head let's get
2: this straight i have not thought many of the rocks movies were good i just enjoy the rock so i liked doom carl urban Mm -hmm. is in there and the rock and um a lot of boom em up shoot-em-up action. Did I think it was well-written or a great film or even some of the effects top-notch? Probably not. But if it's got Dwayne Johnson, it's in the Nick Johnson collection.
1: Yeah, the best part of that is when they actually ju- went into the first-person shooter. When yeah, they actually that actually changed was That cool. was the best part yeah. of that whole movie. The whole thing else with that was just a straight pile
0: of flaming
2: pile of... I watched that on a recording trip.
0: Best Carl Urban movie? Oh, de- oh no, Dread. Dread. By That's far. what I was going to say, Dread. Go to the Rings. Yeah. It was no. great. What? I mean, he was great in that. No. He's great in all the other Two stuff he towers. does, but Dread was
2: delicious. It
0: was phenomenal. He's great He got in dread. Mama.
2: He's great in Dread. You're right. Yeah. But Lord of the Rings.
0: Wasn't uh, Mama... Uh, she was from Game of Thrones.
2: Uh, you're right. Oh, oh Lena Headey. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Lovely. Good Hitty. work. It's mm-hmm. by far better than the Stallone movie. Well, the Stallone
2: one's kind yeah, of got his own a cult Paul following, Rideau. though.
0: Or not Paul Rudd. Paul. Paul Rudd. Uh, wow,
2: wow, wow, wow. What's his face? You
0: can do it. Uh, oh, yeah. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Schneider.
2: Yeah, he was in it. Paul player. Rudd versus Sorry. Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> one of them looks like he's 30 when he's 50. The other looked like he was 50 when he's 30. <laughs> one has <laughs> eternal youth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, Reese's
2: Peanut Butter Cup. <laughs> we got to ring the bell, Jason. Bing bye. Oh, that one. Uh, another
0: question from uh, how do you pronounce his, his name correctly? Walter Treminio? Yes. Yeah.
2: Big Walt. Big Walt. Love you, Walt, man. Love, Love you, Free alcohol.
0: He says, favorite alumni slash sports, sport brothers stories you took part in while attending
2: your alma mater. I cannot say. I cannot tell you the favorite one. No? That's off air.
1: So he's asking us things that we do with our teammates that were like bonding? Sure.
2: Or just your favorite story? Mm-mm.
1: Oh, I can't talk about what we had to do as freshmen for initiation. It wasn't anything.
2: I can neither confirm nor deny that Earlham ever had an initiation sequence when I played. Yeah, They did not when I coached. Xavier
1: Baseball, same. Well, in Xavier Baseball, what we had to do was it was optional. You did not have to do it, um, but it was something that everybody did. Mm -hmm. So you felt inclined
0: to do it. Yeah. I was not on a sports team, but I was in a fraternity, so we've had similar initiation mm-hmm. things that I cannot talk about. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you this seen, is a tough question,
0: Walt. What? what what's... Uh, you should have prompt on this i can, I can tell you one night when Go I got ahead. angry. Go um, so some of the... I, I wasn't a big drinker. I was always the DD in the fraternity. I, know I was a dungeon
2: master, too. <laughs> it um, yeah, it's
0: coming out soon. Um... But they would come back drunk, and I would be trying to sleep. Caitlin was there. We'd both be trying to sleep in my room. And uh, one of the nights, they decided to just knock on the door a whole bunch of times. And I'm like, stop it, stop it. (laughs) And then uh, they end up plugging in a vacuum and leaving it in front of the door. Because, again, they were drunk. They were just trying to test my uh, anger. So I, I open the door, I pick up the vacuum cleaner, and I yeet uh, it down the hallway. Caitlin was, like, Caitlin, Caitlin was like, oh, my God, because I just picked it up like it was a feather. so
2: strong. I just picked it up like it was a feather and uh, threw it down the
0: hallway. And they did not mess with me again.
2: Hey, guys, we yeah. can't mess with him. He can heat vacuum cleaners.
1: Yeah. So I got I got two stories on that. One I'll go with the drunk story. Second one I'll go with a uh, team story. So the drunk one was we, we would have people come over our house, and um, if a whole people are drinking— at the end of the night, usually if it's your place that people are at, am I in the wrong speaking You're producer? You're good. If I'm at the wrong, uh, if I'm at the house and it's our place that they're doing this at, Usually people just leave, and it's left okay. for you. So what I love to do is I'd love to get the people who are drunk, and we're like, hey guys, before you we leave, we're gonna play a great game. Who likes games? Everyone like games. Great. Here's the game we're gonna play: who can pick up the most cans in three minutes <laughs> and watch these roaches scurry around and pick up cans and being productive was the funnest part of my night. I did the just, same thing with my and your brain cells are right there. It is okay. Second thing we did is oh. so our conference at the time, Xavier was in the A10, they're now the Big East. So the A-10 was built, uh, yeah. we had schools out west, like going out towards Charlotte, uh, but you had... It wasn't west. Well, east. Yeah, St. Louis, sorry. You had Charlotte, but you also had East, and you had Philadelphia. And so we were going, we took a bus from Xavier, and we were going to go play at um, either LaSalle, St. Joe's, Temple, something like that. And so we stopped um, at the hotel when we got to Philadelphia. It's about a 10-hour drive from us in Cincinnati. And our team bet one of our players for $20 that throughout that whole trip, all the bugs that we had hit are in the front of the bus. And we said for 20 bucks, you take your tongue from one side of the front oh, of the bus to the other side of the front of the bus God. for 20 bucks. You got to keep your tongue attached to the bus.
2: You know, when he starts going back in time when and he comes and, original Steve yeah. and the accent comes out and you gotta, you gotta lick it. And this kid did it. Don't
1: Dave Hartman. Oh. He also ate like for the pitchers out there, he also ate a uh, a clump of clay that we oh, paid him to do, ugh. like mound clay. Oh. Like what the kid would do for money. We knew this. This is what was great about the guy. Yeah. So we saw this bet. We're like, okay, you take your tongue, it's front of the bus, all the way across for twenty bucks. Yuck! He, he made us twenty bucks. Gross. Good man. Yeah, right That's protein.
2: There, you know, I have lived many an annal of uh, athletic sports stories. At uh and I just don't feel comfortable sharing some of them I will talk about uh one time a teammate and I the same guy that we had the uh Sims game going we were so bored when we stayed here in the summer like there was nothing to do in Richmond like and we didn't have like a kitted out car to go hang at the Taco Bell by Blockbuster uh Blockbuster is a place where you could rent uh videos where was, was it? there Blockbuster, where was or blockbuster? yeah where? it's an 88 buffet
1: Really? Oh, that makes sense. You're 88. You know, honestly, think about that. Think about that location and think about how it's set up there. And that's a hundred percent what that was. 88
2: buffet was a blockbuster before it was 88 buffet before uh, he gone 88 84, 88, 86, and so but anyway, right behind that Taco Bell that was there, there was a parking lot. And in that parking lot, there was always tricked and kicked, kitted out and tricked out cars. And so we used to cruise Richmond in a 94 Chevy Lumina, and we there was a Target. So we would go to Target and uh, Hobby we, Lobby. It's now Hobby Lobby. Oh. Jason's like, oh, and we would take the shopping carts and we would get them next to the car and we would rev up and run and let them ride and like do shopping cart bowling, shopping cart jousting. Just anything to keep it fun until, like, uh, mall security came and chased us off. But uh, that's... Paul Blart? Was this uh, pre-internet? Yeah, there was no...
0: You couldn't... You wouldn't go find us, like... Encyclopedia Britannica.
2: And I had another teammate that was from the rural parts of Richmond who thought it was very fun for him to take uh, those of us that were on the team that were of a more solid complexion deep into the woods and act like he was lost. <laughs> like he'd drive like back in the country and you go down like some of these river roads and wood roads out by the, the, the distant part of Centerville you be like, Oh man, I don't know how to get back. Oh no, you, you taking us back, bro. We ain't, <laughs> uh, this Jeepers creepers out here. We ain't staying out here. So it was, uh, that was a unique and scary time, but oh, interesting. Um, we, there's, there's a ton of story. I thought about compiling a book, and selling it to alums, but I mean, you could take that all the way back with any sports team anywhere, whether it's Xavier or Ashland or wherever. Like every team and every fraternity has thousands of stories. Yeah, but, uh, and you keep
1: that really close to
2: the chest. You don't you don't yeah, share all that stuff. A, sorry, Walt. I know you got a few, and um, I was around for them. But um, there's some stuff we can't share on the air. My kids listen to this. <laughs> That's true. Bing bong. That's the wrong, wrong button.
0: B is for bell. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. Th- those are the questions. We had two people <laughs> <Two> right <write questions>?
2: this. <laughs> <laughs> you said you was doing your job. I got to
0: pocket him for
2: later. You said you was doing your job. We had two people right here. I it. did do my job. Uh, Let's so, get to the topic at hand. Uh, topic at the Baba Yaga. Oh, this is exciting. So
1: Nick and I had a chance to see the Thursday night premiere of the Baba Yaga. and so, John Woodway.
0: Nope. I watched it. Two hours Jason before this no. recording. Who is interrupting me? I, he was interrupting me, <laughs> and then you interrupted his I interruption. I just went off of him.
2: <laughs> but by the way, uh, a couple people in our department are mad that we didn't invite them to the movies with us. TT? Yeah. Todd, poor Todd. Todd, I love you, man. Well, I we mean. Just, it was spur of the moment, right? It was it late. Was, it was 10 o'clock. Yeah. You, had, you had stuff to do the next it day. Was it was 845, but no. the movie didn't start till
1: well, with previews and everything. Yeah, it was late. I mean, you tell me he can't go and look to see what the times of the movie was. He's going to call you out on it. You <laughs> went to Thursday at 10 o'clock. There is no Thursday. He did call me out on it. He
2: was like, yeah. you guys never invite me to anything. I'm like, Ty, we love you, man. We just didn't know you wanted to go. So, uh, Well, when John Wick 5 comes out. Yeah. Mm, more speculation. Okay, <laughs> actually, actually, you know. actually,
0: it's in post-production right now. <laughs> Wow. The
2: ballerina. Yes, I heard that. And
1: the Continental are going to be two good shows. But, so we, uh, Nick and I, as I was saying before, interrupted by Nick, then interrupted by Jason, back to Nick, interrupting then, and then back to Jason, and now back to me. Look at your man. Look at me. (laughs)
2: Look at your man. (laughs) Always judging, always watching. We
1: went to the Thursday premiere, and it was Nick and I, and and Mike Caduto was there. And also, we invited uh, Blake Peterson and uh, Pat Morrow. They uh, casually canceled on us at the last minute. Um, And then there was about four other people in the theater five the eight, eight
2: Eight. other people were in the theater okay i missed some
1: and um you got maria menounos on the trailers and all that stuff by the way
2: yeah she's nice
1: and so it goes in the movie and i would say we i had checked maybe 30 or 40 minutes prior to going to the movie to realize how long it was (laughs) not i mean it was long. It was 258, yeah, two hour 40, 49. 249, yeah. 249. Um, and, and there's some parts, and this is not by any means pushing the movie down. There's some parts of which you could say like, yeah, they could have cut this back. They could have cut a little bit of this out. But without spoilers, without having these things in there, once you see the ending of the movie, you realize that you have to have yeah. it in there no i, make,
2: I think with, that makes with sense that.
1: but i would go on record saying um that this is the best i don't know how you say it, it's quad the best quad Quadrilogy. of movies franchise Quadrilogy. in the history of filmmaking mm-hmm. every single one of them is standalone mm-hmm. every single one of them is entertaining um, it's not the storylines all connect yet; they're their own individual storyline for each. They all go back to a center. It's just really, really well done. I, I was, um, I probably would say it's maybe. I think number two was maybe my first favorite. I think it was my
2: second favorite one. <laughs> three was Parabellum, right? Yeah, three was Parabellum. But I, I would build off of what you said, Steve. Uh, that I would build off of what you said that each one stands on its own. But together, they do a great job of building off of the previous one. And yep. the action is top-notch. The sequences, although some, albeit unbelievable, but I know for a fact that Keanu Reeves can do all that in real life. I saw it on YouTube when he rescues a guy in a convenience store. Um, so, there's so... Succinct in their violence, that it's an art form. Mm-hmm. Uh, so encompassing in the ambiance of this world where everyone's an assassin and we just didn't know it that you believe it now. Like, I can't walk to and from my house without thinking people across the street might have a sniper uh, rifle on me. Um, just the way they incorporate the different actors and they add new characters. And in the fourth one, we should add not any spoilers because you can read the credits. Three or four of the best martial artists. Uh, in the business or in this movie Who are they? in terms of movies. like You've got Scott Adkins mm-hmm. in a unique role in this one and he's always a joy to watch. And Donnie Yen is in this one. I love Donnie Yen if you've ever seen the Ip Man series or if you'll remember him from Rogue One, the greatest Star Wars film that Steve has never seen. I'm one with uh, the, Force.
1: the Force. The Force is, is with me. me. Rumor yes. has it another blind character he played.
2: True. Right. Yeah, rumor has it. You need to watch it. No, We're going to tape your eyelids open. Him in his
1: way of it. water too. He's trying to get me to watch Avatar. I'm like, no, it's the next Star Wars <laughs> movie. It's
0: on it. Amazon Prime.
2: Oh, avatars of Amazon Prime. That's good to know. Um check your local listings. Um it's just really well done. But I will say this that if you haven't seen John Wick 4, please go see it. And hopefully you've seen the other ones, but if you haven't, this one still works.
1: Time out. Let's let's just let's put a little hold on this for real quick. Sorry to interrupt your interruption of me prior. <laughs> Why can't at this point this is coming out in 2 weeks from today? Yeah. So at that point, it's been out for now three weeks. You, if they haven't seen it yet.
0: You were the one who were holding back spoilers,
1: not us. I'm, like, but I'm realizing okay. in mid-sentence, yeah. why can't we talk about it? We should talk about it. Go ahead. If they haven't seen it at this point, okay, from now okay. on, if you do not, if you have not seen it, press pause, go see it, and then you can finish this episode later. Absolutely. Yes.
2: Okay, Spoiler. Let's just go slash into it. ad break. Yeah. Let's, now. Okay. Yeah. So by the way. Now, spoiler slash ad break. That's great. By the way, this one is the best written John Wick. Like, even John's one lines are the most poignant. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, I Kane. Need a, I, need I, need I need a gun. I need a gun. These are the best one-liners that John Wick. I know Kung Fu. I don't think he said that. Um, but Donnie Yin's character, Kane. The blind swordsman is so spectacular. It's it's such a refreshing thing to see him in his element doing his Hong Kong style of uh action martial art that it's a joy to behold. And the way that even Keanu tightened up his game to step up to the level of the Donnie Yens and the Scott Atkins that are in this film, and I think it's Marco Vorhol or whatever his name is that plays the, the other guy. Um Something, like the, yeah. the henchman? Yeah, uh, it's really, really good. The, the the shooting, the lighting, the sequences, the story, you guys you got to love it.
1: There, there's a scene, he falls down a set of stairs and then just keeps falling, and then just keeps falling, <laughs> and it's like am supposed to be laughing but i can't stop laughing right now you like, don't
2: know what parts are like meant to be it yeah. what are meant to be but there's this nice mix like he stabs a guy with the remainder of a gun while removing the chamber you know I mean? he takes the slide yeah. off and he stabs the guy with the but gun. if you remember when they introduced the
1: gun to him they told him that it had the ability to do that yeah, that's how he knew
2: yeah that's true I don't,
1: right. oh i, I I'm, I'm, I'm just so excited about talking about this I'm, I'm at the end of this okay i'm going to tell you what I told Nick
2: about oh, this why this movie. We're going to get to that.
0: I know. That's what I'm going to say at the yeah. end. This franchise is not done. Go ahead. No. Jason. I, w- I was thinking about stunts in my head and yeah. uh, the stunts I liked the most. The cars around the arc to triumph. Yeah. Some I'll of the, the scenes when they got like yeeted after a car hit them to the side. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. And, and going back to stunts, um, I am wholeheartedly, uh, in agreement that the Oscars should add stunts Agreed as a completely. category. Mm-hmm.
2: This is hard work. If you're a stunt person out there, it, you know you're like professional wrestlers. So this is hard work and it's a real diligent craft and so they deserve some type of accord for that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think if you're interested in learning about stunts from stuntmen, there's a YouTube channel called Corridor Crew who they, they're they mostly a uh, digital artists so they do digital art and CG and stuff like that but they invite um, CG artists, animation artists, and stuntmen and stant, stunt women to the show and they do like a YouTube Reacts. Highly recommend it. Watch Did you it. ever see uh, the Grindhouse movie
1: with Tarantino? Oh, the amazing. one with the uh, Death Race? Death, proof? Russ, Death
2: proof? proof? Yeah, Death Proof. Those are fantastic.
1: And in that one um, the lead actress Rose McGowan? No. So, all of them were actually. We're oh, talking about death
2: proof lead actresses. Death proof yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a stunt woman. She's a stunt woman. And he made
1: yeah. it, he actually allowed the stunt woman to actually be the lead of the movie, that she
2: did all the stunts for it. Mm-hmm. Isn't it true that the other women were also stunt women? The other actresses? I believe so. P-
1: pretty sure they were all yeah. stunt women. And that's why Kurt Russell chose the wrong group of gals. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but. Going back to go John Wick on, here, um, I'm going to give you my reasoning of which... Um, oh, well, there's
2: so much more to talk about before we close it, but we're running out of time. Yeah, no, go ahead. no, no, no. We got, we got seven minutes, technically. Yeah, Jason, we go ahead. Pause. I'm just saying, like... Can we talk about Killer? Can we talk about Scott Atkins in a fat suit?
0: I did not well, know that was
1: him. Oh, we also have to talk about. And I mentioned this to you. This is a little bit of an issue I have with it. They're in the club when Scott Atkinson, yeah. if Scott Atkins Who's is Roof, Ad- Ax, the Atkinson diet. Yeah. Ad- he, everyone the diet. just keeps dancing. They just keep dancing. <laughs> there's a dude who gets a, a, a gets a, an axe in his head, and it's like, oh, don't just don't you, like, dance after next the to him. after
0: Darryl. the first gunshot. I was Darryl. looking at the the extras Darryl. dancing, and, and I'm like, dancing. I'm like, they're just still and dancing. At some
1: point, they realize that oh, there's stuff. going Going down. Oh, we got to be scared now. And then they started getting scared. Yeah. I don't know. It, My favorite is when he breaks a guy's neck, and there's still a woman in the background framing <laughs> her face like
2: without him. <laughs> it's like he's just broken through his neck. And
1: I mean, and yeah, like, I'm fine with it because the movie yeah. kind of has that. Again, going back to the staircase falling, like it's got that like fine line of seriousness and yeah. comedy.
2: But here's what I think about that. I think that's an artistic depiction of how this whole continental, this existence, the high table exists right in front of our faces. And there's still the mirrored pinache of reality that life goes on while this is still happening.
0: That was my thought, like at the uh, Eiffel Tower yeah. when they were doing the the meeting in the morning. And I'm like, it's in the morning. Right. That place would be packed with tourists and so people yeah. standing there. And it's all cleared out with a fancy table and fancy dressing. Clancy
2: Brown as the aduca- adjudicator for the high table. Yeah, love his voice. Mm-hmm. Loved him since uh, Superman the Animated Series. He's got a connection to Earlham. Clancy Brown does. Mm-hmm. What's his connection to Earlham? His
1: connection to Earlham is this: he was in the most recent season of Dexter. Oh, that's right. With Michael C. Hall. That's right. Michael C. Hall went to Earlham '93. If Dosato, do John Sacto. Wick Four is about me, is about <laughs> Sacto. Kevin Bacon, Steve Saccasits.
2: Your debt to the high table has been paid. been paid.
1: He also has a finger missing too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You noticed that. You mm-hmm. noticed that. The educator, um, Scott you? Atkins, fat suits, famous Scott Atkins spinning back kick. That's when I turned to you and I was like, "That's a dude in a fat suit. That's who is that guy?" Because he's famous for that spinning back kick.
0: The uh, what was the French guy's name? I, I don't remember. General. Talking about Lance Reddick's character? Uh, yeah.
2: No, not Lance Reddick. The the guy
0: that uh, oh, was against John Wick. Yeah. The Marquis. Marquis. Best he, villain. He played. Do you know who he was? Yeah, he was it. Yeah. Right? Bill, Skarsgård. Bill He was the
2: clown. He's a clown from yeah. it. Yeah. It was great. Loved it. He's the of best villain. That. Of course I knew. The best villain uh, since, uh, and don't get me started on this because those people disagree, but since Kang in the modern era right now, um, he was so good. He yeah. was. Bill Skarsgård is the Marquis, the, I forget, but um, and, I like, and, I like and, all the Skarsgård. And, yeah.
1: and Donnie's character, right? Kane uh, yeah. right? was not a fan of him. He got brought into it because I, of. The marquee. This, yeah. this whole story is great. This is And this is me. This is me, my old brain, how yeah, I yep. got to this point. But at the end of John Wick 4, we are led to believe that John Wick has died. John Wick is not dead, and I'm going to tell you why. In the scene prior to the duel, prior to having him get up the staircase, what happens is he is in a church with Cain the night before, mm-hmm. and basically talking about how... This has to go down, but doesn't want it to go down. It's what they have to do. He's once again family free, all that stuff. They go now. These are two of if if you were to say in the world. Would Kane and John Wick be top five assassins of all time? Yeah,
2: probably one and two, right? Because one, the would the you guys, say? The guy okay. say in the that world. In that world. Okay. Yeah. So yeah.
1: you're telling me at first they're going to be at 30 paces and no one gets a headshot. You're going to be, and they both get shoulder wounds. You're going to tell me at 20 paces that they're not going to get a headshot. Okay. Then you're going to tell me at 10 paces you've got Kane has a shot. We have the, uh, The the villain, the Marquis, who believes... Sees an opportunity. Sees an opportunity, steps in, realizes that there was no bullet shot, and John Wick had one in the chamber, shoots him in the head, and John Wick is at that base. I would still say he's about five paces away, Mm -hmm. but somehow is able to shoot him in the head. He gone. Okay? Mm -hmm. So we're all led to believe that. Then we're going to see John Wick on a staircase fall down. And not keep falling. Not keep falling. (laughs) Okay? Because we know he will. And then we're going to see a scene of a, a casket on. go in the ground. You yeah, okay, and Fishburne. Uh, and they're going to say dead. Now, wh- you're telling me that they wouldn't have. He wouldn't have hit him in the head. The night before, they discussed this and they talked about it, and he knew exactly because before the Marquis came out, the Marquis said, "Your family is free. You're no longer. You have no more debt to the high table. Yeah. Yada yada yada." So he was then out. Okay. Cain, then Kane yes. was out. Then John Wick shot the Marquis. Mm-hmm. And then what did they say to John Wick? John yeah, Wick? That was the wager. Like that If was, you
2: can defeat the Marquis in duel, and you're, you're your dead to the high table. So we paid. never
1: actually see John Wick in the casket. Now, will they come back with a John Wick 5 in the fact that, that it's current John Wick? They might go prequel. They might do those things. I don't know if they have to, but at some point, they're going to want some money for this franchise. And he is not dead. Because Cain and John Wick had an agreement that he would not shoot John Wick in the head. He would give him flesh wounds. And John Wick would then, even though he's been cleared by the high table, wants the high table to believe he's dead because he does not want to be doing that anymore. <laughs>
2: I tell you, I, you dropped this on me and my head exploded because I hadn't considered it. But then when you go back and replay the film in your mind, every time John, we John wick is at a near death experience. Kane shows up mm-hmm. and he's looking for John, but he doesn't outright try to kill John. He does not. And they get to the church and they have their conversation. And then John tries to ascend the stair and Marco's character keeps knocking him down. By the way, can we talk about the brother with the uh, shotgun and the dog? I was going to say, he what about him? Character. I know he was a great, that was just character, a great
1: but, side yeah. story there. And I really though wish it was it was cast wrong i wanted it to be denzel's son more That'd so than him. Oh, that would have yeah. been good, too. John David I like, Washington. I like the guy that played oh,
0: him. Yeah. I I like, him. I've seen him the, in some the, other stuff, but I like him. This guy was good. It was, it was yeah. all good.
2: And the overhead uh, view uh, when he had the Dragon's Breath incendiary ammo, and the yeah, overhead the, view like a video game. Oh, anyway, yeah. I'm getting tangential. Really but talking about your point, Steve, he shows up after John descends the stairs, not of his own accord, multiple times and he's like, you gotta make it to the top. I'm with you. And they make it together. Why? Why is he always there to save John Wick's fat from the fryer and and no yet, other reason then he's going to kill him but no other reason then they're each other's ticket out mm-hmm. and what's the line that he, that they share at the end um for a man to truly live he must um he must die and yeah, then for a man to die, die he truly lives. lives yeah something similar something like that. that that's like their code there and uh that when you said that to me like that was probably their key because yep. they knew the Marquis was too arrogant mm-hmm. to um to not do the coup de grâce himself
0: well, i i agree well, like, and if you think about it back to when he was dodging bullets and arrows and stuff back in Osaka.
2: Yeah. So Donnie Yen had pretty good senses. Yeah. And, so. and, and you're watching John Wick in a nightclub blow people's faces off for more than 30 paces. That's what I'm saying. And he can't yeah. take a simple musket and uh, or a dueling pistol and do the same thing from 20 paces to a if blind man? If you wanted to, he could. To a could blind have. man?
0: Both of them could have. I like Winston just because of how he played everyone. Oh, he's and Shane. Yeah. It's like, you're going to pay for the whole, whole hotel
2: and the refurbishment. Shout out everything. to Lance Reddick. I mean, rest Winston. in peace. Great character of Sharon, the concierge for the New York Continental he will be missed and uh, Keanu put out a great post Mm -hmm. about him the other day. Keanu Reeves, by the way, is the greatest human being if you research him and look at all the tragedy and different pitfalls in his life and how he's pursued and continued his career and how he's just a humble person, like the legend of him, they're not legends, they're true stories of him buying things for his stuntmen uh, regular staff in the crew, his assistants, getting them whole houses uh, taking care of those around him he's been seen around Hollywood with uh, people that are de-housed that don't have a place to live buying them sandwiches or giving them 20 grand and just to hear their life stories and how they got there. Like truly a remarkable person. Shout out to Keanu Reeves. That's the biggest reason I support John Wick. Not only do I love action and violence, but the, the lead actor is one of the best people you can find.
0: Speaking of that, I think I, I looked it up the other day, but I don't remember the name of it, but he also has a graphic novel he's been working on with a friend really? about a character who's like, who can't die and everyone wants to try to kill him. Um, Look it up. I don't. I don't remember the name. But having like Keanu Honor Deadpool. Reeves, graphic novel. <laughs> <laughs> he also makes motorcycles with another friend of his. And he's they friends with Alex Winter, who well, I love. Alex Winter. Oh, Alex Winter's the best.
2: Alex Winter's the best. Overall, great movie. Yeah, great movie. I, I would give it uh, ten. John Wick's. So yeah. I love all four and I do this thing where I'm watching like video reviews of each of them like every other night. Like the, before we went to the mm-hmm. movie, I, I did the IGN 14 minute recap yep. of the previous three just so I knew I was up on my game. What
0: I can't wait to watch on YouTube is the uh, kill count videos because there's <laughs> videos out there that count how well, many So we got count. what we get. We, our goal actually going into the movie. We were trying to We were count. trying to do it. We got to
2: six. You <laughs> said it's going to be 129. We got to six and then it all and then, went then, out Then the they window. just had a
1: mass yeah. killing yeah. and it's it like, all, ah, give up. Track. All, this is yeah. like
2: the first like eight minutes in the film like or can, even
1: can we also talk about I don't know if Mike wants us to talk about this but but <laughs> Mike coming in straight up old school like big ass yeah, those, them, big winter jacket yeah, and he's got like you want some peanut M&M's you want yeah, some of this yeah, he came in loaded, loaded. It came in lo- like they're, they're attached a, like with
2: Velcro to his jacket as <laughs> he opens it up there I, hey. I thought he was a human vending machine he had a full family sized bag yeah. of peanut M&M's a whole <laughs> thing of cheeses he, he had goes, a bottle hey, of fake. knock on my shoulder I gave you some cheeseburger he got them cheese yeah, had everything. I was waiting on him to pull out some Rolos and a pack of gum. Like he was just everything. Nick was over there crying. He's like, tissue? Yeah. Tissue? Yeah. I cried when John Wick died. I I you know. But I did
0: got, he? And when wow. Winston and, and King were there at the headstone and they were like, uh, what, what would he ask him? Like, will he be missed? And then he or where is he truly oh yeah it, and, he's it like, no,
2: and he's like does it matter does it matter yeah and I gave him that little smirk and I was you know like what yeah what I'm he's not dead so like what does that mean like cause they're, they're, even that's metaphorical allegorical right like is he happy now or is he empty because this is not his life anymore I, I, uh, so
0: I don't know why he I would think, stay alive I think someone's gonna kill another dog of his
1: yeah, because I mean, his wife is everything to him, and that's what he has his last Loving scene husband. is he's thinking of yeah. his wife, and there is no really true reason for him to live unless there's a reason that we don't know of. I mean, how do we not know? There's Maybe there's a kid. baby John Wick out there.
2: Mm-hmm. Could be, but it's just interesting what a man has put on his tombstone. So I put friend on Sharon's tombstone, and he's getting out of the boat, and he looks back. Loving husband. <laughs> Excuse me? That's what I want on my tombstone. Loving husband. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Whatever. This guy's murdering everybody's face off, but he was a loving husband. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's such a good, fi- all four of them are good films. And this is the thing. My brother turned me on to him. He's like, you got to see John Wick. And I didn't see the original. Remember this? And we ended up doing the movie marathon uh, to catch up. But as soon as we knew the fourth one was out, I went and saw it way before him. And then he's calling me at midnight last night saying, oh, John Wick, or Friday night. Oh, John Wick, you got to see this. You got to see this. I was like, I already saw it, man. I beat you to it. Yep, He had a private screening. I did. I did have a screening that was private.
1: I loved it. Yeah, very good. And and we look forward to more movies that we can talk to you with our fans out there. And more questions, more than two please, that we can offer. Um, We're out of
0: topics here. We're not. not. We just can wait until Brian comes back. Brian's been a couple trips. (laughs) Brian, that a
2: lot to to add to the show. (sighs) So,
1: this has been Chasing the Hug with us here and you there. And we ask you, go out there and see John Wick. Steve Sackisitz, Jason Fleeman. Bobby Yaga. Thank you. This John Wick episode was
0: FIRE!
2: FIRE! For
0: those about to rock,
2: we salute you!
0: It was fire. <laughs>
2: fire <laughs> <laughs>